Blog Talk Radio. broadcast of the Tarot Guild, the international organization for tarot lovers, students, and professionals since 2004 with the world's only full-featured tarot social media networking platform, thetarotguild.com. I'm your host, Dax Carlisle, coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona, and joining me is my fabulous co-host. She's the vice president of the Tarot Guild. She's director of communications and a professional tarot reader herself and crystal Reiki master. Here she is live from Amarillo, Texas. The one, the only, Mary Brown. Hi, Mary. Hey, Dax. Hey, everybody. Happy Psychic Saturday. Here we are. Another beautiful Saturday. I'm out on the patio. It's gorgeous here. You might hear the occasional car drive by, folks. I apologize. (laughs) Anyway, I just love it out here. It's great. It's getting warm, though, Mary. Uh, Today's going to be like five degrees warmer than yesterday. It's going to hit like 95 or something. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we had, we got up to mm. ninety nine. It was insane. It was insane. So happy psychic cool Saturday! Down. And right, right. And you know, we are a live call-in show. So if you're listening live, get into the queue right now. Seven one four eight one six four six two eight. As soon as you get through, press 1 on your dial pad. That lets us know you want to be live on air with us. And it puts you into the caller queue in the order that you called in. You can also join us in the chat room. It's kind of quiet in the chat room today. Uh, Usually we have a lot more people in there. I'm in there with Mary and Sharona. And the way to get there, just go to thetarotguild.com forward slash chat. And you can join us in the chat room. There's a player below the chat room. You can actually listen to the show right there. And take us with you wherever you're going. That's right. TheTarotGuild.com slash chat. Or if you're already on the website, just click chat and join us in the chat room there. You can ask for a mini reading right in there, comment on the show, and so forth. So today uh, we have a guest scheduled. They have not uh, shown up yet on the caller queue. So we're waiting for our guest to arrive, we're going to be talking about the uh, Empaths Oracle, Raven Digitalis, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to pop in here during the show. Meanwhile, the show must go on, 
So Mary and I are just going to uh, chat here. We're going to take your phone calls, uh, card of the day, numerology of the day, all that fun stuff. Oh, speaking of that, Mary, what was your card of the day? I think you said you took it from Raven's uh, The Empath's Oracle, actually. Okay. Had a call back in, folks. Uh, give me a second here. Can you hear me, Mary? I can. It is Mercury retrograde. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god! <laughs> well, I I uh, asked about your card of the day, and then I didn't hear anything. I don't know if you were hearing me <laughs> or not. Well, I was trying. It's just all nutty. It's all nutty. <laughs> but I think I, I feel like it's all clearing up. And yeah, um, we should have our amazing guest Raven Digitalis on later. And I, my card of the day is actually from his new deck that he's going to be talking about the Empaths. Oracle, and just think, you, me, how many impasse do we know? Mm-hmm. Like this is the this is the deck, and the oh, the paintings are so 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 beautiful, and the card of the, the artwork is done by Constantine Bax. Uh, I think he's a German artist and just, just so powerful. Um, and the card I chose today, and I thought that's fascinating. It's card number three, realizing empathy as revolution, evolution. And the message with it, you know, is so fascinating um, because what Raven says about this, um, he talks about the imagery and he says that when we understand that we are connected to and entwined with everything in the world, then humanity will assume its true role on earth. Only through empathy will we protect and care for the world instead of exploiting and destroying it. And in this, in the book that comes with this deck at the end of each, you know, write up about the card and we talk about the imagery and, and, you know, the subject of the card, he has the suggestions for action. And he says it's a good idea to research the meaning of evolution, including all its physical and social nuances, um, and consider researching it by streaming various documentaries about the subject, as well as researching how humankind has evolved as a society, even in our earliest days, and what role empathy plays in social evolution you know, messages of social compassion, understanding, acceptance, um, and respect directly tie into the revolutionary reality that true empathy is the world's greatest blessing. And I just love that so much because I feel like you, me, so many people, you know, that feel they're empathic or identify as an empath, so often we talk about the challenges of it, you know, how, you know, get, feeling other people's feelings and, you know, trying to separate what's our energy from somebody else's energy. I mean, so often uh, empaths, you know, we talk about the downside, I feel almost too much compared to the benefits of it. And so I just love that idea that we're part of the the evolution. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Being an empath, uh how to deal with that all my life, you know, uh, most of us don't know. And that's something we can ask Raven about. You know, a lot of us yeah. don't know that we're empaths, you know. And a lot of the emotional ups and downs and 
things that have happened in my life um, have been, you know, it, I can attribute it to that, and it's and it's just been, you know, overwhelming to some extent. And then you're you're feeling emotions and feelings that really aren't even yours, you know. Uh, and you're tapping into other people and uh, animals and and things around you, and uh, it, it's just, whew, wow. Uh, so uh, for me, for the card of the day and the numerology, you know. Uh, we had a rough start here at the beginning of the radio show, and uh, in the chat room, Sharona mentions, you know, that it's Mercury retrograde. Well, not only that, uh, it's the fifth month, the 14th day, 14 reduces to five, one plus four is five, so chaos number, chaos number, <laughs> and... And when you add the world year number to the, uh, 2022, which is the six, to the five and the five, that's 10, reduces to one, you get seven. So, okay, the card of the day I got was the temperance card. All right. So this is a day where you don't want to go to any extremes, Mary. You don't want to make big purchases. You don't want to sign contracts, nothing like that. You want to just kind of ride the wave through today, enjoy yourself. And seven gives us a hint, you know, that's the natural detective number, the highest spiritual number in numerology. And uh, basically it's saying, you know, this is a great day to do research and to study things and take a class and, you know, something like that, nothing extreme. You don't, you know, you don't want to, you know, start relationships, uh, anything, you know, don't get married today. Uh, it might be too late if you've been planning the wedding for 20 weeks, but anyway, uh, you know where I'm coming from. You know, it's like ride the roller coasters, go to a good movie, take a spa day, go down to the water, go to the ocean, go to the lake, go to the stream. You know, no extremes today. So that's what I got. Card of the day, numerology of the day. Awesome sauce. And some people are starting to call in here. 714-816-4628. We have our guest in the caller queue, Mary. Awesome. 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 Before we awesome. Before uh before we bring Raven on, let's take Terry's call real quick cuz she's been waiting a long time. Uh Terry from New York City. Are you there, Terry? Hello? Terry, are you there? Hmm. She <laughs> Mercury might have, retrograde. Mercury retrograde. She might she might have stepped away. Well, Terry, hang in there. We'll get back to phone calls uh at the uh guest here. So the Ampast Oracle, you ready to bring on Raven? Yes, let me tell you a little bit about him. Raven Digitalis is the author of Exploring the Empath's Oracle, that's the wonderful guidebook that comes with this beautiful deck. He's also the author of The Everyday Empath, Esoteric Empathy, Shadow Magic Compendium, Planetary Spells and Rituals, and Gothcraft. Oh my gosh, Gothcraft, I, I love it already and I don't know what it is. Um, he was originally trained in Georgian <laughs> witchcraft. Raven has been a witch since 1999, a priest since 2003, 
a Freemason since 2012 and an empath all his life. He holds a degree in cultural anthropology from the University of Montana, cooperated a cooperated. <laughs> Isn't it funny how cooperated and cooperated look like, you know, the two different words kind of but they're kind of anyways, I got caught up in that. But he cooperated a nonprofit pagan temple for sixteen years. And it's also a professional tarot reader, DJ, card carrying magician and animal rights activist. Let's bring on Raven Digitalis and talk to him about all the beautiful things he is. Alrighty. Hi, Raven. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, beautifully, beautifully. Welcome to the Tarot Today radio show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I sure appreciate it. I've been reading tarot professionally for about 15 years, so it's nice to be on a whole program dedicated to the arts. Yay! Awesome. That is so cool. It's so fun when we have someone who's, you know, an author, creates something, writes a book or whatever, but also is a tarot reader. It's like, yay! (laughs) Family. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mercury is retrograding for me left and right also. I tell you what. It's crazy. (laughs) We just have to to roll with the punches and (laughs) adapt. Yeah. The best we Adapt. can. <laughs> that is a that is a secret. You know, I was reading your your bio that that comes with the um, the the empath um the exploring the empath oracle that comes with the empath oracle deck. And what yeah. what is gothcraft? I'm so intrigued. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I love that. What is it? <laughs> uh, well, actually, that was the first book that I ever wrote back in 2007 and that book looks at witchcraft and goth culture and how the two can work together and mix together for some people and some similarities and it describes what witchcraft is and and also many different types of paganism as well as uh, what gothic culture is and different types of goth and expressions, music, makeup, piercings, and then it gets into kind of, uh, you know, shadow magic kind of work, Self, a lot of self-examination and how the two cultures can mix together. It was very controversial, trust me. Wow. I, I've got to, I'm going to have to find that book. <laughs> that sounds like right up my alley. Um, a fun one. You know, I don't know if you heard what Dax and I were talking about at the, at the beginning of the show about being an empath and, and just how, um, you know, I, I chose for the card of the day, the card number three from your deck, realizing empathy is revolution, evolution, because I just felt like that's such a positive and so often we talk about it in in kind of the negative ways, you know, we talk about, you know, oh, you know, I'm in, I'm an empath, so I can't handle that, you know, <laughs> it was too much right. for me, you know, I feel like that's so much of what we wind up saying, and of course, we're only, you know, we're only connecting and sharing by, by saying those things, but they're kind of negative, and it seems to me that you you see more the benefits of it, and you've been an empath forever. Can you kind of talk about, you know, what that 
what that journey was like for you and what are what did you find beneficial in it? Well, I definitely didn't see it as a positive thing at first myself. Mm. It was so overwhelming and I didn't know what was going on, you know, being being in high school especially uh having not only the teenage hormones but also having the strong empathic ability and not knowing what it was that that was crazy overwhelming so luckily i had the chance to consult with a spiritual elder at the time when i was feeling so overwhelmed and having a breakdown i cut class i was so overwhelmed with emotions and couldn't understand where they were coming from and what was happening and she she said well honey you're an empath and i said what is that <laughs> and so she explained what that was and I'm like, wow, that's perfectly fitting. And so from there, I just learned over time different, I don't want to say coping skills, but different ways to work with it. And so I tried to promote empathy in a very positive light for people so that they can see the benefits of it. Because a lot of empaths uh, just get stuck in that negative rut and feel like it's a curse and don't know what to do with all that energy, but it's actually an incredible gift that we can use uh, for healing. Of course, we start with ourselves when it comes to healing, and then we can project that out onto other people. We can actually utilize that emotional energy, transform it inside ourselves, and make it something positive. And, you know, one of the cards in the deck, um, and also that I talked about in my two other empathy books, because it's a trilogy, really, um, the other two being esoteric empathy and the everyday empath. One thing that I talk about there in those in the whole trilogy is something that I discovered personally, which is that when these emotions come from an external source at, and you sense them coming immediately, we can actually take that emotion, visualize it coming into the left side of our body, transmute it and project it out the left side with light and so empaths are transmuters of energy we can actually transform mm. what and it's emotional energy specifically you know and we can actually transform that when it's coming from the outside if it's negative and take our control back so when we learn how to control the gift and this gift um, then we become empowered and we help others wow. become empowered. Yeah. But, you know, it takes time, patience. It takes self-forgiveness for mistakes. And um, I'm certainly not 100% expert by any means myself, but uh, we really have You're great You're feeling influence. your way. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And, well, it's... um. What's the like? What is what is esoteric empathy? So that that book looks at um, the magical side of empathy and how empathy can be used for those very kind of uh, transformational purposes. So, um, you know, I have a copy right here. It's been a while, but well, I guess it was printed in two thousand sixteen, but. That book includes a lot of suggestions of uh, 
symbols that we can use either <clears throat> that we can put on ourselves or put around our property um, for empathetic uh, protection. And it includes suggestions for herbs and stones and charms that can work very well for empaths and energy shielding and um, also includes a big breakdown about different types of psychic abilities and how empathy is related to that. And there's wow. also a large section about uh, how empathy is actually a force of evolution in the world. Um, and, you know, that's according to science because without empathy, the species wouldn't evolve as um, quickly as they do. It would just wow. be a lot of fighting, you know. Yeah, it's and, like, I don't care. <laughs> I can't connect work, you. We yeah, we have to work wow. together to survive, right? Well, that is so fascinating, you know, because that's something that, like, I mean, you in writing all these books about empathy, you have to encounter a lot of people um, contacting you who are, you know, wondering about how to, how to deal with their, their empathy as well, Um I know even just doing this radio show that that happens a lot where people will approach us about it and I have to get your book. Uh your book sounds exactly like perfect. <laughs> where no, have you been all my life, Raven? Oh. <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> on the book on the bookshelves waiting for you. But uh but I'll be sure you get one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and um, because a lot of people ask me about stones because I do another show called There's a Rock for That that's just about crystals. And mm. I I myself, when I'm doing readings, I use hematite like as a, to represent my empathic shield because mm -hmm. it, it kind of has that shiny exterior, you know, polished hematite. So it looks like a mirror, so it sort of bounces off. But, yeah, like right. I totally want to know like what you're into what are you doing <laughs> you know, for your crystals and herbs and stuff but yeah hematite's a great one and you know i have um 20 ear piercings and some of them are hematite specifically for oh, that reason wow. oh yeah. that's awesome we got to talk yeah. about this this deck of yours it blew my socks off i got it on friday and oh. i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the artwork is so gorgeous. Um, Constantine really Dax, did how did the two of you end up doing a deck set together? Like, how did that work well, out? Okay, well, the funny thing, um, well, I live in Hawaii, and I was born and raised in Montana, uh, but I've lived here for a couple of years, so shipping takes a little bit longer out here. And I don't even have a copy of it yet, so <gasps> I don't even I don't even have a copy of my own deck yet. <laughs> but all these people. Well, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to hold it. <laughs> um, but you know, how, you, see it. you know how the, so, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, his artwork is just outstanding. Um, it's all acrylic, hand painted, nothing digitally altered, and Wow. Everything just synchronized for us. I got the vision to write the deck. The powers that be told me, this is what you need to do to complete the Empath Trilogy. And I was like, I didn't realize it was going to be a trilogy, but okay. 
And so I just looked online for modern, abstract, psychedelic artists, and he popped up in an article, and I said, you're the one I've been waiting for. And <laughs> so I went on his website, contacted him, and immediately he said, yes, let's do this. I'm in. I've been wanting to do a deck forever, and this is a perfect project. And so we just became buddies, and uh, a lot of his pre-existing pieces fit exactly what I had in mind for various cards, and then he made some originals for the deck as well. And it just came together seamlessly, and we pitched it to Llewellyn Publications, and they took it right away, and everything just went smoothly without any hitches, and and that's how you know it's meant to be, you know. Oh yeah, I mean it. It really, it's so fitting. Like his art, totally, and it looks like it looks like energy painting. You know, it's right. so, so gorgeous. And, you know, in the book, you talk about the power of three. And, um, you know, Dax, our, our co-host here, is a numerologist and teaches like, mm. wow, and, you know, he teaches how to read tarot, learning, new, you know, using numerology. It's fascinating. People are so into numbers. And, and often, you know, there's a specific one. So you said in, in many ways this deck represents like a spiritual trini- trilogy or trinity rather, mm-hmm. right? And can you yeah. talk about why the power of three was, you know, connecting to you? Well, you know, I did grow up watching shows like Charmed. <laughs> the power of three. <laughs> I uh, love Charmed. <laughs> oh yeah. There you even go. The <laughs> I was just even watching the new that. one's pretty good. Like, yeah. Last night. Were you watching the the newer one or the classic? Right, I was watching the the latest uh, the last episode that came out last week. I think it was yeah. Okay. Of the yeah, it's a fun show. Yep. And it's true. Yeah, Power of Three. It's a, it's a goddess number. Uh, I've always known it to be the goddess number. And in esoteric Kabbalah, the number three is uh, Ima or Ama, the, the great mother also. And the, the phases of the moon are represented in three. Uh, so it's just a, and also, um, uh, some might see three as you know combinate the um, the sum greater. What, what do they say? Greater than the sum of its parts because uh, two uh, individuals or two forces or masculine and feminine create the third. It's a lot like uh, the lovers card in uh, the Toth deck that I that I use. Its theme is actually um, the the sacred third that's created from two, uh, like the holy child. And so mm. three is like the, uh, yeah, but the sake, it's like the, the number of completion. It's you know, one thing that just kind of crosses my mind is it sounds like you're so well versed on, you know, other systems like Kabbalah, um, numerology, um, you know, esotericism in, in general um, and yet you didn't this this deck is like much more like it's 
it's really free and like you, and yet you get the sense of those those ideas and that knowledge sort of weaving its way through that had you ever you know thought about that when you were doing it how you know all of that that you that you know and that you studied and that you know you connect to ends up finding its way to inform you know a, a deck that really isn't kabbalah based necessarily or do you know what i'm right. saying yeah, that's what that's the reason why I uh would never feel comfortable making a tarot deck because I I know too much about the uh cabalistic and astrological numerological symbolisms in there and I feel like the the Toth deck by Alistair Crowley and Lady Frida Harris is the perfect deck and I well nothing's perfect but you know the the best <laughs> that I can possibly imagine and um so I would feel uh, incompetent at creating a tarot deck, but so or so I'll stick with oracles. Um, but well, yeah, you know, it's, I, is it Lady Frida Harris or is it Crowley that that's like sort of, or is it just both of them together that you kind of feel like they did it? That's that's as good as that's going to get. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, both both of them together. I mean, he he dictated it and she painted it. Um, and it's, yeah, it was just a match made in heaven. It's just incredible. But, but I feel safe making oracles because those are approachable for everyone from any background. And that's really how I designed, uh, the cards and the book that come with the cards is to be for everyone. So there's bits of, bits of occult information sprinkled in there, but it's all, uh, spiritual information in there. And, um, self-help things. So, like I said, approachability was just a big yeah. theme that I had going in there. So well, everyone could get something you, from it. Yeah, yeah it, it, it totally is. It's so appealing. And what I one thing I really love about the book is these full color, nice big. Um, you know, photographs of the of the artwork in the deck. It's so great to have those in a book because then you've got that reference right there, you know, right, right across the page from it. It's really terrific. And, you know, I love that there's a paragraph for every card of you kind of, kind of um, you know, you describe the imagery. You interpret the card as well. You're interpreting the artwork. Um, in the paintings and that, and like that's something that I don't feel like is ever done in a way where people take the next leap. They might say like, "Well, okay, here's a cat and a dog, and there you go." But you you take it a step further, and really, I love that. I love you write beautifully. You really do um, about art, especially. So you know, back to this trilogy on empathy. I'm I'm kind of fascinated about that, you know, because mm-hmm. what was it that that made it seem like these three things are connected? You know, we we have people that will be like, you know, we'll have prolific, you know, writers on the on the show that'll talk about, you know, all the various books that they've written, but it's usually like they're all separate. You know, did right. you know starting out, it's like, no, you're going to do three of these <laughs> or three things right. on the subject. It was actually really 
you know, I didn't believe it at first, but it happened. <laughs> um, so I, I used to uh, read at psychic fairs back in Montana at a wonderful metaphysical shop called Between the Worlds in Hamilton, which is near Missoula, where I was born and raised. And I traded um, a tarot reading for a uh, no tools psychic reading from a woman who was also a friend of mine who was the reader there. And so this was at the time when I was just uh, beginning or about halfway through writing Esoteric Empathy, which I think is my number one book, Heart Baby. It's, it is my heart baby. And I'm going to be sure you get a copy for sure. And uh, so I said, can you tell me if this book is going to be a success and help a lot of people, a lot of empaths? And she said, oh, honey, it's going to be a trilogy. And I'm like, girl, please, a trilogy? No. I said everything I could possibly say about <laughs> empathy in this book. It took me six years to get, like, you should see the bibliography in the back. I'm like, it has so many things. It took so long. I thought, wow. Sweat, tears for years. And she's like, no, it is going to be a trilogy. I'm like, uh, if you say so, okay. You're funny. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Sure, sure um, so, Did you tell her? Did she know? Are you, are you still yeah, in touch yeah, with her? Yeah, she knows. Yeah. She's like, yep. Wow. That's <laughs> so, spot on. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty amazing. Because um, the second book, uh, The Everyday Empath, that's one that's for everyone. Esoteric empathy is more for people who um, are involved with paganism, magic, or uh, or at least mystical um, practices to one degree or another. Um, whereas everyday empath is uh, really for everybody from any background and is very approachable, just like the the cards. So those yeah. two are pretty strongly, the cards and the Everyday Empath book. And actually, the Everyday Empath got translated into Spanish and audiobook, which I was very excited about. Oh, wow. Did you do the, did you do the voice for the audiobook? No, no, they don't let you do that. Uh, so ah. the publisher... Uh, so somebody buys the rights uh, from the publisher, mm. and then and then so they have all the audio rights, and they do whatever um, they'd like to do. Um, it's read by an old Hollywood actor, and I don't remember his name. Um, it sounds okay. I've listened to little little bits of it, and I mean, I'm just happy that it's audiobook. I wish I was the one reading it, but <laughs> you know. That's I'm just glad it's being, being focused. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, I think that's huge when you, your work gets translated either into an audio book and then also into other languages. It's great because it's like it's, it's spreading out, you know, it's yeah. spreading out mo more and more. So the congratulations on that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but, but now what if the trilogy is completed? You can't turn it into a quadruple something, right? Nobody <laughs> does that, do they? <laughs> what do you do now? No. Oh, I've got plenty of irons in the fire, actually. Um, 
my book, Shadow Magic Compendium, which was my the book after Gosscraft. Um, that 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 one's a, a book that explores. Uh, I would say it's more like shamanic in nature. It, it looks at uh, the shadow. There's different chapters like the internal shadow, external shadow, the shadow of society, shadow of nature, um, shadow of death, things like that. And so that book went out of print last year. And so I said to the universe, said to the universe, well, now that the rights have been reverted back to me, I don't want I don't want this to gather virtual dust. So if there's a publisher that wants to reprint it please let it be known. And then a month later, I had the new Crossed Crow Press from Chicago contact me and say, hey, we want to reprint this book. And I said, yes, let's do it. And so I did a revised, expanded version of it. So that's in the works right now. That'll be out, uh, I think, August. And so it'll have a whole new cover, and it just looks gorgeous. They they did the hand-drawn cover art for that. So I've got that going on and a possible another Oracle project in the works, but that's top secret at the moment. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Top secret. Yeah. Hey, Mary, I know, what, I know what to do after a trilogy's done. You start on what? the next trilogy of the trilogy <laughs> of trilogies. <laughs> oh, if you're George Lucas, you do, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. The power of nine, which is the power of three to the third power or something like that. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I know what I wanted to ask Raven more about is, uh, you know, being an empath um, in general. And uh, what I said at the beginning of the show, it, does that hold true for you that a lot of people that are empaths don't even know they're, in, they're empaths? And oh, yeah. it could be, it could be bad, <laughs> you know, because you don't know where all this is coming from and all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I see empathy as a, or I, I should say, I should say, uh, I I see the word empath as similar to psychic, in the sense that we're all psychic to different degrees, and some people mm. just don't know it, and we're all empaths to different yeah. degrees and it's just uh different people have different skills and are either born or um come into different skills and powers at different rates um you know and we're we're even all mediums and spirit communicators and don't even know it <laughs> to different degrees you know like my de- able my ability to communicate with spirits is very low uh, I've never really had much skill in that, just sometimes, just a little bit. And I attribute that to having such a high amount of empathy. And so I think different uh, skills and abilities get weight, you know, weighted out like that, where if someone's really heavy in one area, they'll be lacking in another kind of thing. But, yeah, so many people... Yeah don't understand why they get emotionally overwhelmed like that. But it's just so nice to have a term for it. And it's actually a relatively recent term in human history. Um, I want to say it's 150 years old is all. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. Empath or, or even empathy. Yeah. yeah. I remember so, watching Star Trek, the original series, and there yep. was the mute alien that was an empath. And yeah. I so connected with that episode. Yeah, her name was Jem, and I talked about her in my books also. That was the, the first television representation of an empath. And the first time that there term had ever been used. Yeah. So I used that as part of my research. It's like, wow, this is so interesting. It really is. And so what what maybe kind of little tidbit of advice could you give someone who who's feeling emo- emotionally overwhelmed and they and they are not sure, you know, is there is there a way that you tell people how they know that it's that it's empathy and and not like they're just nutty, <laughs> you know? It's so difficult to discern what is ours and what is someone else's. That's the thing. And that's the biggest conundrum for empath. And that's why I made the first card in the deck establishing emotional boundaries because mm-hmm. we need to realize what is ours and, and what what is others. You know, I've seen people say, um, I'm so I'm so empathic, I'm absorbing all these emotions and but it's actually mostly their own or vice versa. And so it, it's hard to get to that place of discernment, but uh, it's possible. It takes stepping back, takes um, having time alone to process. I'm a big fan of uh, meditating and rewinding the day mentally or trying to find out why am I feeling agitated now? I have nothing to feel agitated about specifically. Where's this coming from? So I'll just take a little space even if I'm at work, you know, I do healthcare work also. And mm. uh, luckily I'm able to take some breaks and I can just take a step back in my mind, take some deep breaths and be like, oh, I think it might have come from this very brief exchange that I had three hours ago. Didn't even think about that. So if if we just take a step back, have some mindfulness, dig a little deeper, we can look for those origins of where the emotions come from and just knowing where they come from can uh it's half the battle <laughs> but but we don't have to know where they come from necessarily to work with them so that's not a requirement either but and that's why uh yes. in my book and in the in the cards in the book that comes with the cards i give some techniques of uh energy cleansing and ways to uh, just uh, gain gain empowerment back to, and to call on uh, certain spirits, ancestors, guardians, and guides, and different techniques just to work with what we have um, if we're overwhelmed. And we were talking about stones. I have to say that the number one empath stone for being overwhelmed is black tourmaline. That's, yeah, that's Ooh, I the like number that. one. He, yeah, hematite yeah. green, and I love. Yeah, and I love what you said about the mirror effect for polished tourmaline. I uh, I didn't even I didn't think about that, uh, but that's so true. It is a mirroring effect. Uh, but black tourmaline is the empath zone. I would say it shouldn't be worn yeah. every day though, because right. it 
yeah, because it's such a powerful blockade. But, you know, if I'm going to go, for example, if I'm going to, if I'm not feeling 100% or didn't get enough sleep or something and I have to go into uh, a grocery store, run all these errands, I'll put on some, my black tourmaline necklace just to um, have that, that shield up because my energy is vulnerable at that point. So there, it's just like a certain, certain time and place for black tourmaline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I agree with that. And even, um, you know, because those, those black stones are often so good at absorbing like any negative energies, and and kind of they're they're great at transmuting them as well. I've got a <laughs> it's like you're talking about it, and I I've got a piece of black tourmaline right here, and I'm actually wearing a bracelet that has hematite, tiger eye, and ah. Uh, not terminalin, but um, oh my god, <laughs> black obsidian. You oh, know, because yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it, it's got that real protect. But you're so right about like don't wear it all the time because it's it's kind of like too much of anything isn't good. <laughs> you exactly. know, so I yeah. kind of look at mm-hmm. it like you got to mm-hmm. take a break sometime you know, from the, from a stone's energy to kind of see where your energy is at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, Raven, the time has just flown. This has been so awesome talking to you. I want to say in learning about you and, oh my gosh, it's like, seriously, I've got to, I've got to like, get more into all this other stuff you've done. I've got to catch up. More books to read. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Oh, well, I sure appreciate being here, and you know, like I said, yeah. I, I still don't have a copy of the deck, so so I was surprised when you mentioned uh, I'll have one in a few days. I think that's a very. I was gonna like, say oh. I can I can lend you mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably get this from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, you're gonna yeah, love your deck when you get it. <laughs> Great. Well, see, I didn't, uh, know, I didn't know that the book actually had colored pictures in it. I didn't know it was a colored yeah. book. That's wow. Oh, it's, they did a great job. I mean, you know, Llewellyn's a class act anyway. So, oh, yeah. you know, they do, it, yeah. they do it upright. But, man, sometimes they do something that's just like a little extra, and it just makes such a difference. Oh. And they did that with this set. I'm going to be doing a... A, a, a walk through of the deck and, and re, little review for the Tarot Guild website, and I'll, I'll send you the link to that too, so you can at least see how it's laid yeah. out until you get yours. <laughs> but Wonderful. again, thanks. Thank you so so yeah, much it, it for, come for join us. joining us. And just yeah, come I'd, join I'd us on the, on the Tarot Guild website, Raven, too. Sure. Yeah. You gotta you gotta come there. back. Come Definitely. back when you do your super secret. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for being so. on. Yeah. And thanks. Thanks to you guys for doing what you do and spreading the good word of healing and uh, mystical helpfulness to so many people. It's not everybody can do that job either. So much respect and namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Bye.
that's a bye. Bye, Raven. Wow, that was great. Oh, oh my gosh, Rocky, that was so Rocky beginning, cool. but we got through it. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's been going on all week, I, I, even on a funny level, too, you know, because, yeah, you know, we have like I tried to record a reading I did for someone earlier this week, and it was just like this really loud humming noise. I'm like, what happened? You know, and then, <laughs> then another friend of mine was like, I dropped my phone in the toilet today. <laughs> I mean, I've been hearing like wacky, you know, things with technology, like more than usual. You know, it's just kind of a kind of a bizarre thing happening. I don't know why it is. I mean, I used to get somebody like Monty Farber on or something to explain to us why some Mercury retrogrades are or more wacky than than others because this has seemed like a really wacky one to me. But despite well, all that, you know, we still have um, been... just mm-hmm. just to tag on to that. Uh, I've noticed that as well because you know doing radio, we're always looking for the you know the technical glitches you know during the uh, Mercury retrograde and. You know, guests showing up late, things like that. You know, uh, the the technology not working right, recordings disappearing, but everybody getting dropped on the line. (laughs) Right, right. But over the last several um, Mercury retrogrades, we've not experienced that on Psychic Talk Radio, and this one though is just bonkers. At least today it is, anyway. Well, the whole week has been bonkers. I mean, I don't know when yeah. I really think this is a different one. But despite all that, we still we still made it on the air and we've got some great stuff coming up on the Psychic Talk Radio Network this week too. Should I tell everybody what's happening? Of course, yeah. Lots of good stuff coming okay. up. Great, great stuff. In fact, our next show is going to be now, I'm just going to run through the shows. We've got some other good stuff coming up, too, that you can tell people about. But our next radio show is going to be Monday, May 16th, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's the Wisdom of the Soul Show with your host, Janice Fuchs. And that's going to be followed on Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, an hour later, 2 p.m. Eastern, with Spiritual Guidance Radio with Angelic Channel and healer Catherine Hahn giving free on-air guidance. And then you and I will be back next Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, with the Tarot Today radio show. And we have a special guest, Jack Chanick author of Tarot for Real Life. Plus, we'll be taking some calls and doing some free tarot mini readings. And then we wind up this fabulous week on Sunday, May 22nd at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern with the Magic Universe Show with your host, Sharonis Rapsic. And she's going to have a special guest on Cherry of Cherry's Tarot. And they're going to be giving free readings as well so it's going to be a great week here on the psychic talk radio network and we've also got some really great things happening at the tarot guild right that's right in fact tomorrow tomorrow you can join us this sunday the 15th uh 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern and we're going to have a workshop called tarot magic with our own sharona rapsic 
That's going to be great. I already got the handout uh, up there on the access page and all. You can join us for that. And then I was just talking to Brenda Elizabeth because next Sunday, the following Sunday, so uh, and I got my dates, you know, not sure here. I think it's the 22nd. Uh, the 22nd, she's doing a workshop on tarot and dreams. And this is uh, what she literally just sent me this morning. She said, use tarot and your intuition to gain insight into your dreams. Learn fascinating and easy methods to interpret your dreams and understand the deeper meaning of signs and symbols in your dreams. So that's going to be fantastic. That's going to be awesome because I don't know about you, but it has to happen to you and a lot of other tarot readers out there is that mm-hmm. you get booked for reading and somebody will want you to do a tarot reading and interpret a dream for them. You know, can you ask the cards what this dream meant? I've gotten that question an awful lot, you know, which I, I do some dream interpretation anyway. So it's like... Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's okay. I get it. You know, I don't mind it, but I, I have a feeling there's some readers out there that that probably throws for a little bit of a loop. So this is, this is a great idea for a right. workshop. Yeah, it's going to help out folks that are professional readers, interpreting dreams for clients, but also for ourselves and interpreting our own dreams. I mean, I need that. I've, uh, gosh, dreams have just been, been wild lately. The last few months really uh much more intense and vivid information coming through and uh uh i struggle to remember a lot of it you know like most of us do <laughs> and mm. uh, you gotta have that patent paper next to your bed you know write it down real quick because it's gonna just pop right out of there you know but yeah this is gonna oh, yeah. be really really helpful yes Yes, and we're going to have workshops all year long. In fact, we've been doing workshops since January, since February, I think, was when we started. Uh, and it's like almost every weekend, you know, with a, a few, you know, that we uh, have other things going on. But um, it, it's just fantastic. And they're all free to our premium members. You can join the Tarot Guild for a dollar a month. I kid you not. <laughs> just go over to thetarotguild.com, click on Join the Guild. And, of course, you could sign up free on the website, but you could join the premium membership for $12 for the year, a dollar a month. And you're going to get to listen to the – and watch because it's video, obviously. We're on, yeah, we do these on Zoom meetings. And you could actually you know, go back and watch all the ones we've done so far since February and – Catch all the other workshops, you know, uh, Sharona's tomorrow and Brenda's next Sunday and all the other workshops all the way to the end of the year, you know, it's it's going to be great. You're going to love it. Awesome. So much fun. Awesome. Oh, gosh. So thanks, everybody, for being here with us through our Mercury yeah. retrograde issues. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, we'll see you next week. Enjoy Bye, your weekend, everybody. everyone. Yeah, have a great weekend. Good night, Mary Ellen. Good night, John Boy.